I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello. And welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons, the podcast where I chat to another comedian about jokes they can't get to work. As always, I am joined by producer Joel. He is here. Hey. He's on Zoom for the first time in lockdown. We are looking at each other. It's nice. I was just wondering if you'd forgotten what I look like. You look good, Joel. Have you had your hair cut? No. I've just I've worked I've worked it out. Like I I have to if I shower and then immediately brush it all down. Yeah, it's 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 fine. What do you mean all down? Otherwise, it's up at the moment. moment. Yeah, but yeah, but if I brush it down, it sort of uh, keeps some sort of yeah, yeah. Otherwise, it's just like it's good, properly mad. It's good, mate. Thanks, man. You've got quite a lot of fringe going yeah, on. Yeah, but this is normal. I can I can wear this until it grows down to my shoulders, mate. Don't you worry about that. Go on then. Well, it's, I can't just do it now. It's not how hair works. <laughs> Joe, how's your lockdown? It's not really changed that much. No, it's oh, a bit boring I've, when I talk I, to you about this stuff. I, you, okay. you, you don't really, you okay. don't really change it up. You don't, you don't change gear. All right, change gear uh, now. Change gear. Go I've, into second. I've got, lo- I've got loads of cookbooks, and I've actually started reading them and cooking. Things there you go. There. That's good stuff. Naked Chef. Uh, I have been, but the oil <laughs> has caught me out a couple of times. Nigella. Uh, we don't waitrose have sold out of those oh. seeds uh, so we're having to use alternative <laughs> ingredients oh, um, oh I can't think of any more oh Gordon Ramsay uh, you can't think of one Gordon's gin, gin <laughs> is nice uh, oh, Heston dear. no we haven't stopped at the services unlike Heston's the services uh, and that yeah. gets us on to what we've just watched. We just watched the conference, <laughs> the press conference. Literally just happened. That was a long yeah. time, wasn't it? I, it was so long, Mark. I just wrote a joke about that. Did you see it? No, what was I it? I said, imagine how quick it would have been if he didn't stutter. That's good fun. Do you not like that joke? Well done. Um, I actually think you've got quite a unique perspective on this as a man who regularly drives long distances. Yeah. Would would you often do? Would you do a two hundred and sixty mile trip without stopping? No, not good for you. Uh, not good for you. And uh, I can't believe that that child didn't need a wee in that entire journey. There's no way. There's no way. No, there's simply no way. And when he he was a bit dodgy when he was talking about the petrol on the way back and all, wasn't he? Yeah, he was a bit dodgy. And also, yeah. I mean, this isn't really what this podcast is about, but I thought what was well, it's just fresh in the brain. Um, 
that his trip to the castle <laughs> I mean that's not I mean everyone knows that's that's just absolute nonsense like what it, test, testing his eyesight you test your eyesight yeah one that's weird two you <laughs> test your eyesight but going to the castle the day before you make the yeah. trip if you're testing it you'll test it in it's the morning and then you'll drive it's 30 miles away it's 30 miles away that's, no it's a bit like quite often so i run quite a lot and my legs can be quite sore so sometimes what i'll do is i'll get up and i'll run five kilometers mm. just to check that i can come <laughs> home and then run 10 yeah <laughs> <laughs> anyway enough of that political nonsense that's not what people are here for are they joel absolutely not it's not what i'm here for no um this week is Susie mckay so so the show that you were going to do at the king's theater was that mm-hmm. was that a new show or was that yeah oh wow yeah, you're doing yeah, a big yeah. gig like that with a new show wow that's cool well i've done 10 tour dates with it i've done that in the autumn oh, but right. um so i've only done the 10 dates in its entirety because it's like 90 minutes 95 minutes so i've done those dates but that was like october <laughs> right so that that's that's like an eternity ago <laughs> In, in comedy terms, isn't it, for a show? It's just so, so long ago now. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, obviously, when I've been doing gigs, I've been working stuff up and mm. taking stuff out and, and stuff's been growing and by the other bits growing into longer pieces, other bits have kind of fell by the wayside, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. And then you're going to take oh, that to Edinburgh. That, well, that, yeah, that was the but... Plan. Yeah. Let's just wait a year. Wait a year. Everyone's shows will be great. Yeah. It'll be good as gold. Yeah. 2021. Yeah, and also, uh, I mean, even if you did go ahead with it, the chances of the public actually coming out, you know, because in Scotland, our schools go back halfway, not even halfway through the fringe, about 10 days into the fringe, our schools, our schools go back. So yeah. the summer holidays are over, so you're then relying on Scottish audiences at weekend, but international audiences yeah. through the week. So... I will see what happens. <laughs> Have you been writing anything since you've been in lockdown, or are you just sort of switched off? I've literally, I've just been working on the show, um, just been okay. working on the show, and just try to kind of keep it fresh in my head and yeah, go over. But it's like when I've been, you know, painting a radiator, you know, <laughs> just going over bits in my head and thinking about stuff because you've just got to. I mean, if it's, you've, if you're doing ninety to. minutes, that's you know, that's a lot to remember. So. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Thankfully, I'm a storyteller, so yeah. I can come off in bits and go into other bits and then pull in other bits yeah. that I've so, got so you, only really, so you only really need one start-off point and then you're away rather than... Whatever happens, happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the magic. That's showbiz. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, no, it'll be, it'll be fine, but it just... It'll be fine once I start gigging again. Yeah. I just feel, oh, you, I know what it's like when you take a two-week holiday and you go back gigging and you're a little bit ring rusty. Yeah. You know, it's like a boxer that's not been to the gym for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Are, you, are you doing any of these it, online gigs? No, 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 no. No, I no. didn't fancy I've, I've just not had the... I've not really, uh, I've not really had the chance because I've been pretty busy. I've got my, Both my parents are elderly, so okay. I've been kind of tied up 
with that. They're both got underlying health conditions, so uh, I've been doing the 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 gloves and the um the bandana over my face yeah. and dropping stuff off and just doing the check in with them. Yeah, that's more um, important. And just, yeah, yeah, that's it. And I just kinda feel that ugh, I don't really have anything to say in coronavirus. Everything that gets said gets said every day mm. and there's just nothing funny in it. And I don't want to have then say to people, pay 22 quid or 20 quid to come and see me at the Kings. Yeah, and then yeah, they go, wait yeah. a minute. I seen that when you done it for free and I was sat in my jammies yeah, on yeah, a Saturday yeah. night, yeah. you know? That's kind of, so, yeah, that's yeah, just, just try and keep it fresh for folk. And you know what? I, I don't think they need to see my face just now. <laughs> <laughs> I've been quite busy in social media having a bit of fun on there, just, you know, yeah. having a bit of a laugh and, and updating that kind of whole, you know, two people trapped in a house decorating. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know? that's great. It's an angle. I haven't seen anyone else doing. Yeah, just having a bit of a laugh about it and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, I don't think. As much as what people go, oh yeah, you really need comedy at this time. I think you just do what you're trying to do. However you're getting through it, get through it. Because a lot of people have came off social media as well just now because it's been quite negative. And, yes. You well, know, people don't want to be TV. reminded all the time about it. Yeah, like I've started watching Hunters on Netflix, which is quite graphic. And it's uh, about a group of... Um, kind of vigilantes who are going about finding former Nazis who are living in America and I was like that's how oh. bad that's it's great it's cracking uh, it's quite violent but it's, yeah. it's kind of justified violence if you know what I mean oh, yes it's in context of, of what you're watching and if you're going like, to be violent to anyone might as yes, well be Nazis yeah exactly my thoughts exactly so <laughs> uh, I was like how bad is the world just now that this is your light entertainment <laughs> yeah, this, this is let's light. A, let's take a comedy on. Yeah, this is light entertainment as opposed to having to watch actual entertainment, which is just constantly the news. So what uh, I think is absolutely crazy is if you go on Netflix, that the the film that's trending the most is I can't. Oh, it's, it's something to do with. Oh, yeah, I think it's called Outbreak or something oh, like that. Oh. So why contagion contagion yeah there's a few of them and they're all being watched now it's like why would you do that to yourself madness absolute madness but yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i just i don't understand it either i don't understand it no. uh, so 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 your your show you're working on are there any bits that you you you're, you're struggling with that you can't quite get how you want it, it's been all right, actually. Um, it's just been the usual kind of working up of a show, but uh, yeah, no, it's been it's been all right. The uh, on my last show, that was probably more prevalent because I had it was called Domestic Disaster, and okay. it, it was about my sixteen year relationship coming to an end, and we had been married for just over two. So okay, I didn't basically. I didn't really touch any of that other than the marriage is over and I ended up back at my mum and dad's. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of that show was about being back at my mum and dad's, which which was great, which was which is just funny when you move back yeah. to your parents as an adult. Deeply depressing, but very funny. Um, <laughs> so the, the kind of first section of that show was about that. And uh, there, there was a particular bit... I remember probably for about the first three months 
a kind of bottled using it. Uh, there was ah. a particular bit where... Um, Is that because I, you tried it once and it didn't quite hit how you wanted and then you didn't well, trust it? No, it was because... See, when I said the opening line, I could literally feel tension in the room. See, when I said the line, ah. like the build-up to it, I could, all, I could literally feel the room become tense. But then I worked out that the room became tense because I became tense when I started saying it. Right, okay. Do you know what I mean? So they were obviously like, oh, she's a bit scared. We're a bit scared. Do, 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 do you yes. know what I mean? Yeah, I can sense it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's that whole thing that an audience, you know, you've 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 went out, you've made them laugh, you they're with you, you've built up their trust, and as soon as you're maybe, it's almost like that bit when you're trying new material, and you're, it's just not slick and it's not polished and it's a little bit clumsy, and you're having to think about it so much in your own head. To try yeah. and say it the right way that they're kind of a bit lost because they're going, oh, this is a gear change. Do you know, mm-hmm. everything was, we were going at, you know, 70 miles an hour and we were in fifth gear and everything was great. And now we're <laughs> going at 50 miles an hour and she's in third gear and the engine's screeching and we don't know why she's <laughs> done this, you know. So I, yeah. I, did have, I did have a particular uh, but It was actually about my brother. I was, I was kind of dealing with... Um, things like internalised misogyny within the family and stuff like that, right? And yeah. uh, and just how mothers, you know, treat their sons and blah, blah, blah. And I was doing all that and I had a bit where I said, my brother, um, my brother's been in, he got married age 45, had his first child age 46, and he's an officer and a pilot in the Royal Air Force. So for 30 years, he slept his way around the world. And that was fine. <laughs> and then yeah. I would say, but, but my brother's career is spent bombing women and children. And my career is making people laugh. Who do you think the favourite is? Fat Tom Cruise, right? Now, <laughs> see, when you, see when you say my brother's career was bombing women and children? Oh, yeah. You could feel like in certain places it didn't matter, but in other places, yeah. especially like army towns and stuff, you could feel a kind of you know, you're right. thinking, Really? Is is that this is my brother's job that we're talking about? <laughs> right? Yeah. So, if anyone can slag it, I can slag it, you know, and the whole notion that your brother is so successful and you, and you make people laugh for a living just. It, it, it's either yes. end of the spectrum you know I'm a joker this is what this guy does every day he basically goes out and helps save the world right but I've painted it in such a negative way to try yeah. and make me look better but the the inverse reaction to that was the so do you think yeah so do you think they, that didn't come across in what you were doing as yeah, in you I, were what you were trying to get what, at, if you know what I, mean. what I was trying to say, yeah, because the reality of that is very funny that, you know, your mother's, you know, a mother and her son is always a mother and her son, you know, and, yeah. and nothing can come between that. And that's that's completely fine. But highlighting it by what he does for a living and showing it in the most negative light and then throwing light onto me is this, I'm going around the world making people happy. You know, yes. like, I'm the yeah, good yeah, guy yeah. in this situation. <laughs> and I so, think because I got that reaction initially, 
I started to become very self-conscious of the joke. Yeah, you're doubting it. So then as I become more self-conscious of the joke and thinking, am I going to offend people in this room? Mm. And then one night I had a bunch of soldiers in who were out having a night out and a gig I was doing. It was in Edinburgh stand. And I'd done the gag and they were absolutely rolling about the floor laughing, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Which made the whole room laugh. And they were like, boo, Air Force, boo. And I was like, I know, I know, you boys get shot at, he doesn't get shot at, because clearly he's got more brains than you, right? And then that was mm-hmm. it. Like, we were all pals. And see, as soon as they accepted it, I could then accept yes. the joke. I could then go on stage with confidence and go, I know that I can deliver this. And it's funny and it's not offensive. So what I need to do is let them take their sharp intake of breath, but be 100% confident that I can get them to that punchline and they're going to laugh. Do you know what I mean? Psychologically, I still need to be in control of that joke. I've got to let the intake of breath happen. Because yep. almost that contributes to the payoff. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh, that's really interesting. so. That's lucky you had that gig. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. when they were when they were in, did you think right? I'm going to try this now. I'm gonna, I thought I'm going to really you, test it. Do you know what? I'm just going to have a bit of fun with this. I I just yeah. thought I'll have a bit of fun with it because they weren't. A lot of people think, oh, a bunch of army lads and an audience that would be terrible. They they. This was their Christmas night out every year and they were so sound and they were so well behaved and Uh. they were just lovely, lovely blokes that you thought, yeah, it's just a group of guys and a night out. It's absolutely fine. doesn't matter what they do for a living. And by just running out that material and just having so much fun with them. And they, they were great. They were absolutely great. And I felt then that I had almost i felt that my joke had almost been vindicated in my own psyche do you know what i mean <laughs> yeah 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 i was like has yeah. your brother heard it yeah 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 and he he laughs you know what i mean and, and yeah. actually uh when i've done gigs like down south or up north or solo shows um a few of his his kind of ex-colleagues who are maybe still in the forces but they're not stationed together and stuff of have came to the show and seen it and, and they've laughed, you know, they, yeah. they've loved it because they just see what I'm trying to do. It's more sometimes the, the general public will get offended yeah. on their behalf. Have you ever had um have you ever had some bits that create that sort of tension but you haven't worked out how to how to get it across the line? I've always banked on <laughs> this is the tense but I've always banked on being likable enough to yes. get away with it. Do you know okay, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm never going to do, like, a Frankie Boyle line, right? You know, like, classic mm. Frankie, Madeline McCann, yeah. or whatever, right? Yeah. I've, I've not got the... I've not got the bullshitness to carry it off on, yeah. a, on a consistent gag-on-gag, joke-on-joke. And also, I just... I just think that's quite tiring. You know what I mean? Like, it's almost like it kind of has to be a character. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. To kind of t- to do that. Uh, whereas I'm a storyteller. So yeah. that also contributes to the kind of, the honesty element and the likability because people go, well, it's her life. 
You know what I mean? We, yeah. We have can't... you ever had the thing where something that like something's happened to you that's just that you that is funny, but it's so far like the audience don't believe it, even yeah. though it is true. <laughs> yeah, I was once at um, I was once at a funeral, and uh, I was I was brought up Catholic, and I'm in the west of Scotland, so when you need to go to um, a Catholic funeral or the kind of repos uh, of the soul, you you maybe go and you see the rosary and stuff like that in someone's house, and some people still have the body home at the house in a coffin and stuff. Right. So I was at this. Uh, this week, as you would call it, and uh, we were all there, and it was the hottest day, the absolute hottest day of the year. It was roasting, right? But, like, the worst situation possible for a body to be in a coffin in the house, right? <laughs> <God>. So <laughs> I go back, I, I go up to the rosary, and it's, it's absolutely... It's heaving, right? There's people in the back garden all sitting with their rosary beads waiting for the rosary to start and all that. And somehow, me and my mate from school ended up at the bottom of the coffin, right? It was like when it started, that's just where we were, and we were kind of trapped in that position, right? Okay. So we were like, oh. And the rosary was moving around the coffin, which was all very close family, and everyone was having to say a bit. And right. uh, I got I round to my mate, and my mate said to me, you need to swap. You need to swap places with me. You need to swap places, and I was like, "Nah, nah, mate, just see the rosary." And they're like, "No, I, I can't, I can't see the rosary." I'm like, "Mate, now bear in mind we're at the foot of a coffin. There's like over a hundred people praying in this house, yeah. right?" And she's like, "You no, you need to see my bit. Just stand at my bit and see my rosary." And I was like, "Mate, I just stand there and see. You're creating a scene." Just see the rosary. <laughs> and I was like, don't tell me you can't remember the rosary. Like, you must know the rosary. And she was like, I do know the rosary, but I married a Protestant. We didn't get married in the chapel. We get married at a registry office. If I say the rosary, he's going to go to hell. And I just, <laughs> looked at my, I just looked at my mate and I went, I married a woman who was a Protestant, <laughs> right? Which gets a massive laugh, but nobody thinks that that happened. Do you know what I mean? Because people are going, there is no way that that happened in the middle of a hundred right. people seeing a prayer and you're stood at the bottom of the coffin. And I'm like, no, a hundred percent, that that actually happened in the hottest yeah. day of the year. Everyone's dressed in black. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. So, so you, so, so what, what would the reaction be when you tried that? Do you, could you just feel that they, they, they didn't really believe that it happened? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you could get away with it in places like, so if I'd done it in Belfast and Glasgow, obviously they were like, that's very funny because... Yeah, because I don't even know what the... Ro- what did you call it? The rosary. The rosary, yeah. The rosary, rosary. I, don't even, so I don't even know what that is. It's a sequence of, of prayers that you see in right. the Catholic Church. So it's like your Hail Mary... Uh, you know, her father and stuff like that. So it goes in. It goes right. in a decade of the rosaries, ten rosaries, and it's followed. Maybe by that's a, maybe yeah. that's also a, an, an element because if is people knowing what that is, and yeah. because I didn't know that. So is that an actual belief that if if something like that happens, they would go to hell? Yeah, is that like yeah, yeah, just that. So whole... I just don't know anything about. But it, it, it's so funny because it's like that kind of. You know, you're 40 years old and yeah. you've completely rationalised how you feel about <laughs> religion and faith. But as soon as you're put in a very Catholic situation, you become an yeah. eight-year-old version of yourself going, oh no, somebody's <laughs> going to get sent to the bad fire. <laughs> Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, this, yeah, is, yeah. this is ridiculous. This is preposterous. I reckon he was just shy and didn't want to do it. I don't, oh no, definitely not shy. Just like, oh no, mate, you need to do that. I married a Protestant, mate. I married a woman that's a Protestant. <laughs> so funny. So, so funny. Have you got any other things like that? Hey, that oh yeah, worked? I mean, there was loads. Like, I, I had, used to have a whole bit about uh, I used to do loads of material about my gran. I was really close to my my gran, my maternal grandmother, my nana, and uh, I'd a whole, <laughs> I'd a whole bit like about when she was dying, like the priest coming round to do the last rites, like the last sacrament you get as as a Catholic, and she just passed away and. My dad had got me to phone the priest and I didn't know what was going to happen because I've never seen the last rites and then we get through it all. And my mum said, that's the priest staying for a cup of tea. You're going to need to get the hoover out. And I'm like, I have just lost the most important woman in my life and you want me to get a hoover out? Do you know what I mean? And I'm like, what have I do with her? Give her a leg and a wing? Like, what? what is wrong with you? And then it was like me trying to sneak out for a cigarette during during this disaster because my parents knew that I had tattoos and that I slept with women, but if they caught me smoking, I would be kicked out of the house. I would be dead. Do you know what I mean? Because so, <laughs> yeah. it's like, that's such a mum thing. And people are like, aye, my parents don't know I smoke. What age are you? 55. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> you know? So like, yeah, there's loads of, loads of stuff like that. Loads of stuff yeah. like that. Because people just think you're just embellishing it, and I'm like, no. <laughs> this, no. This, this happened. This happened, yeah. I mean, even, uh, like, because it is stories and there's true to life, like, uh, 
a couple of months after my grand died, my mum got pancreatic cancer. Um, so that was 2016, and I've only written about that in this show. But I said the new to show. in the new show, yeah, I had to. Mm. I, I kind of sat her down. I said, "Look, I'm, the premise of this show is me trying to be a better person and appreciating what I have and how lucky I am and and all this kind of stuff. And mm. part of that has to be when your mum." has had a cancer that only 13 people, 13% of people survive from, that you have to, you have to take a look at that, and, and I talk about mm. that and, and how desperate, and how desperately worried I was, and how sick I was, and all that, and I said to my mum, I want to talk about this, because there's bits of this that are really funny, but the joke is always on me, yeah. and it's not about you or your illness it's just maybe about like your behaviours because you're of a certain generation that behave a certain way like just now like with like two weeks ago I couldn't get my mum to stay in the house you know coronavirus <laughs> couldn't get her to stay in the house right yeah. now I arrive at the house and she's armed with two bottles of bleach and a balaclava <laughs> do you know what I mean it's like dead bolts across the door so um, and the, the whole thing about I mean it took me a good few years to write about my mum having the cancer and there's a particular line where I say you know, my mum, you know, she lost so much of her stomach, she lost her spleen she lost her pancreas, I tell you what, she never lost her voice you know, and just (laughs) and and that kind of makes people feel at ease, but what I did notice was I couldn't at any point I used to explain that she had cancer and see as soon as you said the word cancer, oh, the tension in that room. It went from being a a really good comedy show to just tense. And you're doing a solo solo show, so you you need to see it through. And I I couldn't work out how to kind of get around this. And then uh, my mate, another comedian, uh, Christopher MacArthur Boyd, said... Why don't you just say the word sick, but still describe it the same way? Yeah. So that they know exactly what it is that you're talking about, but you've yeah. not said the word. And see the the difference in that? Unbelievable. Really, Un- yeah. Massive. Absolutely massive. That's so, really interesting. Oh, fascinating. And then at the end of the joke... I then go in and talk about trying to be a better daughter and taking my mum out and stuff. But I said, I explained before I go into that bit that she had pancreatic cancer. And then see, when I do that, it's all right because they know that she's had cancer because because I've I've eased it in by a Mm. description and not by saying the word. Really, real, real psychology in that. Yeah. And thinking about That's, your audience and, and, and what tension. Because sometimes it's good to build up tension. Mm. I, I was literally I mean? just having the conversation with um, Tiffany Stevenson about yeah. that, that. That, like, you can, tension's great because the whole thing is tension release, but you can have too much tension and it's too far the other way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to, uh, I used to do a bit, and I, I loved doing it, and it was talking about, um, my gran again and I used to say oh I, you know I was back in the house and she was in the house so I'd go and see her every day and I spoke about her having dementia and and 
her saying this to me and me saying that and it was it was a real jovial conversation and then I spoke about singing her a hymn one day and then me realising while I'm singing her this hymn how short a time I had left with her and how upset I was but how I couldn't let her see I was this upset yeah. and I, I kind of build it up in, in a couple of layers over maybe a minute or two and then the punchline is absolute nailed on killer because yeah. it's my vulnerability that you're looking at not her illness do you know what I mean? yeah you're looking at my vulnerability and that's where the tension comes from because you already like me and yeah, you don't want uh, to see me vulnerable. And then I do the punchline and it's like, oh, what a relief. It's still funny and it's dead nice yeah. and I'll have a wee giggle about that tomorrow. <laughs> and it's so important that that te- like the technical joke writing part of that joke is that it's so strong. You can, you know you can have that long build up because you're yeah. confident in you know the 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 punch the level of the punch because i've had jokes where like i've had quite a long sort of build up but the punch wasn't it was a fine joke but it wasn't good enough so you had to shorten that that sort of lead in yeah yeah because you're asking you're asking them to invest into that Mm. you're asking them to invest their time into that story and that story's got to be funny all the way through but that punch it's got like it's it's got to land like it's came from Tyson. Do you know what I mean? It's just got to absolutely smack it right down. Especially yeah. nowadays, like when I watch kind of classic Conley, or even just listen to him without actually watching. Yeah. Sometimes there's not a joke for five minutes, mm. but the build up is so precise and so intricate. Whereas if you then watch like Michael McIntyre who will have the build-up and the intricacy, but it will have a absolute load of silliness and jokes into it as well. Yeah. You know, and that's why if you YouTube, most comedians are three, four minutes long. If you YouTube McIntyre, it's like eight or nine minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just punch after punch after punch and then a massive payoff. Yeah, yeah, plus the physicality, Plus the mm. silliness, the silliness of it as well, because he's silly, like he's a, he's a he's a good clown, do you, you know? Yeah. You know, so yeah, that that kind of thing. Whereas you you're really asking an audience to invest in you at twenty five past ten on a Saturday night, and they've been drinking <laughs> for four and a half hours. <laughs> Susie McKay! Hashtag Awooga, Susie. Good stuff. Lovely, lovely stuff. Um, Cool, great stuff. Any feedback uh, for the episode uh, on social media at Jokes with Mark across all those social media outlets? Um, oh, by the way, thank you everyone who's signing up to Patreon. Lots of people signing up and had a few nice comments about the uh, the Nick Helm bonus episode. Very well, good. I say bonus episode. It's basically the f- full hour and a half, whereas 
we only put out 45 minutes normally of the podcast. So, yeah, so that's great. Glad you're enjoying that. Uh, if you want to find that, it is uh, patreon.com forward slash jokes with Mark. Um, Absolutely. And on Patreon from this week, we'll be releasing a little bonus episode, won't we, Mark? It's with just us two. Yeah. Mark and Joel on demand. So if you like these bits at the start and end, which according to one reviewer on iTunes in America is their favourite bit of the show, which I think about America? Yeah. America? Americans love this stuff. I had no idea Americans were listening. Ah, if you're an American, hit us up on social media and let us know. (laughs) Just say, say, I'm American, hashtag awooga, and we'll know what you're talking about. But yeah, we're, Joel and I, we're going to, you and I, we're going to be um, talking about everything you can watch on demand at the moment during lockdown. That's a bit of fun, isn't it? Give a like, sort of live review and uh, encourage people to to watch or not watch things. Yeah. It's gonna I, be good I've, got, I've got some up my sleeve. I've been watching some things that I don't think you know about, Joel. Are you willing to tell me about them in public? <laughs> you, I, I, I'm pretty sure you know about those things. So, cool. Anything more from you, Joel? Nothing more from me, Mark. Anything more from you, Mark? Nothing more from me, Joel. Hashtag Aruga, everybody. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.